From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey, y'all. Hey. It's Jazz 40 Ounce Connoisseur and... It's Cat Daddy and I put on for my city. Cat has been singing... I put on. Okay, so really, we talk about movies. I am staring at Cat at the screen, but also I really bang with that song. I'm not gonna lie to you. (sighs) That was my shit back in the day. Remember when motherfuckers wearing the shutter shades? Remember that? (laughs) That was impractical as shit. Absolutely. I am a person who exactly, and I really actually can't see. So I will put the shades on top of my glasses to get the full effect. But I do that anyways, because I refuse to get medicated sunglasses. I don't know why. I probably should at my big old age. But, you know, I'll just be throwing them glasses on because looks. Bruh, I was just in a DC horror chat with our dog, uh, Jackie, and her ass was telling me about how she put the sunglasses straight over top of her glasses. And yes. I was telling her about how you would straight up remove your glasses and put the sunglasses on. And gang, we can't. Dark mode. Night mode now. Oh, ooh, yes. 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 Dark mode. That's actually. And what's real crazy, I prefer for everything to be dark mode. Everything black. Black. Dark. Just everything. So I literally. I, yes, everyone. And that is how I ignore people in real time. I will take my glasses off and look you right in your face. That means the conversation is done. I do not see you no more. Because guess what? I literally can't see you. Surprise, bitch. Well, she You are an outline. Just like Black Mirror, you're an outline now. Oh, my God. 
You know that emoji that, I keep texting you with the yes. damn outline and then the one it's, that's behind it in the shadows? Yeah, that's me, bitch. Looking you at your ass the outline. <laughs> well, welcome back, girl. That's scary. Hello. Well, it's girl that's scary, and here is our. Uh, we're here with another GTS double feature picked by our patrons Bow. because you know they're chaotic and we love chaos. They tied. We put a bunch of double features on our poll, and they picked two of them. So I, I'm watching y'all now. I gotta make the number so y'all can't keep making these. I'm like, wow, okay. But you know what? It worked out because. These were movies that I probably wouldn't have watched without y'all. Nope. So shout out to y'all because they're PG-13 and I'm not that mad about it, but we'll get into it. So we are covering Escape Room 2019 and Escape Room Tournament of Champions 2021. Both of these are currently streaming on Stars. Um, they're a pretty decent time and I'm going to give you a little overview of the movies before we get into how we feel about them, what the fuck happens because a lot fucking happens. We all know, well, most of us know what an escape room is. You go in the escape room, they do it for like team building. You know, you go in a room, you in the room for a certain amount of time. You have to figure out how to get out, you know, by the end of the timer. Now, in a real escape room, I haven't been in. This is what I've heard because I don't do shit like that. No, thank you. Um, If you don't get out, someone comes in and tells you all the clues and pretty much, you know, this is how you would have got. Because they're not, they don't, in a real escape room, they don't trap you in there. That's not how that works. Are we sure? Yes, because they would get a lawsuit in real life. Yeah, That's okay. not, they're not doing that in real life. No one can convince me this is not happening somewhere. Okay, when we get into the into the logistics of all this. I'm talking about in general, because you know, this is how I felt about escape rooms before seeing movies. And all this did was solidify exactly what the hell was going on in my head. Y'all hoes is wilding. I'm not going in. Yeah, I'm not going in, but I don't think they're doing this because of logistic reasons. And we'll, and like I said, I understand. I understand. You know, it don't matter whether we believe it or not, because neither me or you not going to that shit. We, we, that's not our. I left it. That's not my kind of carrying on, baby. I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Give me a Sudoku, baby. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, they probably having fun for real, but it's you know it's always one shaky character, and that's why I got my eyes on everybody, all four of them. Everyone. So people get an invitation. You know, six strangers get an invitation to do an escape room, and chaos ensues. You know, the escape room is a little more serious than they thought it was. That's it. That's all you need to know about movie one. Movie two is they go back to see who's running the escape room and things go left and they end up in another escape room. Ta-da. Boom. That's all you need. Now we're about to hit the spoiler alert. I do. I'm not even going to lie to you. I would recommend these. Honestly, I did not hate them. I didn't hate them. The first one I actually scored pretty okay like the second one is a little less but the it's not the worst kind of thing i've seen far worse movies and if you like pg-13 horror if you're not into blood and guts i think this will be a better because there are tense parts of the movie that are very tense and i can understand the appeal of it so but it's it's probably not my kind of thing but i also don't like movies with a bunch of fucking traps except for cube i like cube i don't even bang with saw like that I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Salt makes my fucking skin crawl because I be fucking stressed. Also, pain scares me. Okay? I am afraid of pain. I don't like pain most of the time. Uh, I don't like pain in the way that it's shown on. Because there you're losing limbs. and I, take. I'm just going to die. Please kill me. Please. In all these situations, I would just rather die. I'd rather die. Thanks. Rather die um. young. Then go through an escape room. Okay. So you ready? Spoiler alert. Wait, spoiler alert. Uh, 
I was going to talk about the movie yet, but spoiler alert. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the movie. No, no, no. Let's call the spoiler alert on there. Spoiler alert. So this is a spoiler alert. Um, We finna spoil the movie after I'm done letting y'all know um, my thoughts. Uh, This Caprize bitch, I did not dislike either of these movies. And that is the Caprize of the Century. Um, Wow. I went into, yeah. I went, because I'm a person that does not watch PG-13 films. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was even as a young teen. I knew, like, after, you know, the 99s, the 2000s, early aughts, the, de- the decline, the decline in the PG-13 films. I was just like, okay, at one point, we was, we was scaring me. Now we not even, we ain't doing it. But I wrote in my notes, if Final Destination and Saul had a teenage offspring, that would be what this franchise is. Yes, sit and think on it, everyone. Yes, yes. I um, called let it. Me, yeah. Keep going. No, keep going. Keep going. This is why I am not disliking either of these films. I will not reveal my rating until we're done gaggling about these shits. But um, I, this is why. It's because of the traps. I'm not for none of these puzzle shits. I am... The Saw franchise. I am, that is it. I'm in the club, bitch. I'm not the people doing the traps. I'm actually just the leader of the hangout gang after school where we go to the clubs, the club rooms. It's me in there. And we are talking about all the Saw traps. And when I saw these movies, I was like, oh, okay. I wish this was rated R. Wow. Okay. I thought this was like Kitty Saw. Again, I was in a GTS horror chat. We talked about them briefly, not in detail. But I was like, this is Kitty mm-hmm. Saw. This is like Child Saw. Like, maybe I might not have a 10-year-old watch Saw 3. Definitely not Saw 3 or 2. Because Saw 1 isn't as gory. It feels that way, but it's not as wild as the later movies. This one, I could have maybe a 10-year-old watch. I mean, I'm also a wild boy, so let's think about that. Cause I was watching way wilder shit than this. Yeah, so it's pretty wild. Fucking friend. school. Yeah, because so I was wild mean, for a ten year old. I'm with it though. Is it? I, okay, I'm not a good judge on this because me and Kat also think um, Inside is a family movie. So because it, it, it is, it's a Christmas movie about babies. It is holidays, holiday season. Um, no, but I truly believe Saw One is also um, a young teen movie. I know someone is probably like, y'all be in here while I saw one and two. Um, after two, I don't know what to tell you. Now, are we? Am I, this is also a person who was allowed to watch a lot of things. So I don't really know, you know, but I, I would watch Saw with my niece. She's about the age bracket of what we're talking about. Um, yep. Yeah, y'all can't saw, see her okay. I'm you like know, the first Saw, like, all right. You can see her. She can be like, Calf, what is this? <laughs> she is going to be stressed. what's going on. She is going to be stressed. But the second one, I think she has to wait till she gets like middle school. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. We, we She's going to be a little stressed for a while. She all, mm, that's yeah. all right. But Escape Room 2019, I agree with Jazz. Um, I feel like everyone should see these at least once. Um, even the second one. Yeah. I like, it's, on top of the fact that the black person makes it to the end. Yes. In both movies. Yes. Now, in the second movie, I was a little vexed because the trans person immediately just got erased for no reason. Just what the hell was that? What kind of exit was that, bitch? They killed a lot of people quickly and like really quickly. A lot of people were like falling off the map in the second one a little bit too fast for me. But then they brought back some other shit. And we'll get into that before we get to the second one. Granted, we already said spoilers. Child. I was like, story snatched my wig. Okay. I I was like, ain't they dead? They not dead. Walk with me. 
once we get through both of these stories, right, both movies, I'm sitting here like, nah, y'all got me fucked up. What's coming next? It's just, it's just how the shit is strung together. It looped me in. That's how it got me. Y'all know I love it. I need to see how this shit ends. I at one point I thought I was gonna go don't don't don't. I was waiting for the beat to cut on because it was it gave so popper. I said, oh, this will turn up. What's going on? Not the saw beat, bitch. Every single time you think 21 Savage about to start rapping over the track. I don't have time. Because actually, I that you know that's my song, actually. Well. And I, just okay. But um Escape Room, the first movie, you guys. You know, we we open up, we're introduced into all these different characters. We meet Zoe. We f- we figure out a little bit about their lives. They're a student. They're really in the books. They're very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say that I am not a fan of the conversation that happens between her and her roommate. Um, in fact, I wrote in the com like in my notes, and I could be wilding. I I was I don't know what kind of place I was in because I saw these for the first time. This is my very first watch, so this is fresh. This is fresh off the watch. I was about to go into the all that rap. So when the roommate makes the comment about Zoe's uh, usage, quote unquote, uses of big words, like I know she shades herself in the process where she basically calls herself stupid, the roommate. But then when she makes the comment to Zoe, like, girl, basically, why are you using all these big words? And I'm leaning all the way in, like, why are you on her dick? What's going on? Am I wallet? Okay. So my thing is... I don't, I mean, she had to say all this. It's kind of a joke, but also you have to understand that that girl, Zoe is smart as fuck. She's like in fucking metaphysics. You are using a lot of inaccessible terms to people. They don't understand. Like, it's like, I, I, I kind of get the sentiment. I didn't understand what her ass was saying either, but I would have probably just said, Hey, I don't really understand what you, could you break it down a little bit different for me? I just think we like her tone. The way she was looking at her, I was in the way, you know, us as the viewer, we seeing Zoe like the girl going out partying and Zoe in the house reading books and stuff, you know, real quiet. Just basically like yada, 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 girl using these big ass words. Peace out, girl. And I said, no, nah, she rude. She needs to get bodied. Okay. I wouldn't say get bodied, but also Zoe, because Zoe's kind of my, has a mild personality, especially at the beginning. Because she has a different arc as we go. Like she gets more and more bold mm-hmm. as we get through the movies. So she's very meek. Even when we meet first meet her in class, she got the answers in her book. And the teacher's like, hey, and looking at her, making eye mm-hmm. contact. And she didn't raise her. She was about to raise her hand and she put the bitch back down. But she had the answer. She knew yep. what the fuck they was talking about. Also, they was talking about, you know, this um, theory in physics where if you're looking at shit, don't, you know, like a watch pot don't boil. And we all done heard yeah. that. Like, you can't be standing in the kitchen waiting for shit to cook. It's not going to cook. Also, this mm-hmm. is directed by Adam Robitel. I think it's Robitel. Sorry if I mispronounce it. He directed The Taking of Deborah Logan. Oh, you got to watch him. I like, I'm Literally like, okay, this is why this worked. <laughs> and he also directed the sequel as well. Just want y'all to know. And I oh, like yeah, The Taking of Deborah Logan. If you've never seen it, I do recommend it, especially if you enjoy okay. found footage. If you enjoy found footage, The Taking of Deborah Logan is a really good time yep. to me. Very good time. But yeah, like she's very meek. So I'm like, if she was a little more spicy, because if I was, if I had the brain, I, don't, I have brains, but I ain't got them kind of brains. Okay. I'm not describing all this scientific shit the way she was. I would have just said, well, maybe you could just maybe study a little bit maybe you could read a little better and i would have been a little nasty with her because i'm like well maybe you know maybe i'm not just that smart maybe just a little stupid you know i'm gonna keep you lifted you don't need to google it you just don't understand that's all right that's all right you're a little dumb you're a little dumb so your response was okay Okay. luckily you're cute luckily you're cute (laughs) because it must be your face because it ain't your brains it ain't your brains it ain't enjoy the party girl have fun <laughs> she would have imagined we had to switch rooms. She would have called the RA on my ass. Cause I would have oh, been like, had me. Don't, 
But she was meek. And I mean, I don't think she was trying to be mean to her, though. I think she was just, you know, you're using a lot of words, y'all. Nerdy girl. Come on, man. You're doing too much. But also, like, it was how it was coming off. Like, that probably wasn't the attention. And you know me reading to the characters too much. And just like, here's this quiet black girl. She's really just seems like she's going through a lot. She's just really, you know, and she's trying to talk to the girl. She's real geeked up about the science stuff. It's lit, baby. The least you could have did was not say that. Like... You could have been yeah. like, what's that mean? Like, you you know, just suck it up. Like, but I do like how she was like, you know, I may not be the smartest, but then the sentences that followed and I was like, wow, who wrote this? You got me vexed. So we're doing good. Listen, I mean, it was a little stink. That's what I'm saying. If she yeah, wasn't as good. meek or as quiet as she was, if it was some, a fire sign, I don't think mom was a fire sign. Okay. Because the moon is full. It's a fire sign season right now. I'm really just, I'm feeling it while I'm watching it. I'm just like, man, this could never be me and my friends. Ah, wowee. But even still, it, you know what? It adds to the character development, the arc of Zoe's story. It adds to it. You starting off real shy, real timid. And then as the story goes, bop, bop, bop. You a whole, you a whole new person mm-hmm. at the end. You know, she finds out, she gets this invitation. It looks like a puzzle box. I'm not even going to hold you. I say, baby, you can't open that because if you open it, they will come. Okay. They're going to come. The Cenobites are coming. That's the first thing I thought when everybody, her, Lawrence from Insecure, Jay Ellis. His name is Jason in the movie. Well, he was Lawrence. I called him Lawrence the whole time. I know you did. I know you did. Me too. There's a couple people. They show um, the girl, Amanda, Jessica. That's Jessica from True Blood. So when she was on the screen, I said, oh, they got Jessica in here. They got Lawrence. They got all these people. They about to cut up. That was me the whole time. And see, I haven't seen True Blood yet. Friends, I will be pressing play on True Blood very soon. Um, Ooh, but girl, that's why pro- <laughs> well, when you see who Jessica is, you can be like, oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nothing bad. I like her. But, and then, you know, yes, go ahead. I do want to know that they want to note that they didn't start off with just her. They started off with a m- part of the movie that's further towards the end. Yes, the cold I open. Almost, yeah, I, I, I get it, but I almost wish that they didn't because it kind of lets me know who who's going to... Because when you meet all these people, you, you know who's about to get far. You don't know because the story is kind of twist. So I'm like, you know what? It would have been fine if they didn't do the cope open, but they kind of didn't ruin it. Kind of like how Hell House LLC gives you that open and they kind of tell you what happened. It's some information and you have an idea. So you know the escape rooms are dangerous and you think this motherfucker is, his, whatever his fate is, is what's in the movie. Wow. Words is tripping. That's right. But when you get to the actual part, you're like, oh, that that's okay. This is different. This is different. Yep. So, okay. When it was happening in the beginning, because you're right, that is how we get. To, y'all back it up, my bad, everybody. Just you know, just my brain is spaghetti. It's all right. But, you it's know, all right. It's all right, baby. It's okay, baby. When we get to this open, I'm not even going to hold you because we later find out, like Jazz said, it's a part of the end of their story that people were later introduced to. But when I first, or when we first see this character, I did not peep that that was Ben. I did not peep that. Like I was just like, oh, somebody going through it, baby. What's going on? Because they, you see his face, but you kind of like he's tumbling around. He's doing all kinds of stuff. And I think I was just more so like in my mind, I'm not even gonna hold you. See, that's why I don't even be in these motherfucking puzzle rooms, anyways. This is- <laughs> he said he was trying to find the stuff. I said, see, I just think that no, nah, not the room shrinking, baby. Like I was like, I'm gonna be in this room, and somebody will be like, you know, let's go in a room, and I'll be like, I'm not going in there because the room will get tiny on me. Yeah, that is a. Again, I talk about pain. 
I'm not afraid to just die. Everybody die. You can't avoid it. But pa- right. being crushed to death, you're not going to even die instantly. First, your limbs getting crushed and your bones getting crushed. It reminds me of Saw 3 when they spinning them bones yeah, one by one. My, that is my favorite slash worst trap. Like, that sends me to fucking hell. I, yeah. I, I'm i like, oh, no, not the room being cracked like, cra- crack like that. Guess what? Spoiler alert. There is a uh, part of Saw, spoiler alert, um, where someone does get crushed in a room. So I'm just like, let's go. This shit is all related, baby. Don't, don't, don't. It's the same story. I'm fucking stressed. Um, let's go. This is why I don't like Saw, because it. I was very stressed. This, these are very tense. And that's why I'm like, they work as PG-13, because even though people are fucking dying, like dead ass, people are yeah. dying, but you don't have to show their entrails. You don't have to show their limbs getting ripped off. You know they're meeting their doom. I know you want to see the entrails. I no, would- No, I was going to say, no? well- I'm going to just say, well, I'm going to just say, well, because it's not about, oh yeah, I want to see the entrails. But um, when you said the people are dying, I'm like, some of the people are dying, but people are dying. Yeah, people are definitely dying. But- people are dying, but everybody is not dying, but people no, are dying. Soap opera. It's giving wrestling. It's WWE, bitch. I'm just like, wow, the storyline is crazy. I'm so excited because the storyline is what really gassed me up. The yeah, girl, all these people pull up because they're all getting... These fucking puzzle boxes. And the whole time, like I said, they're cracking it open. They're trying to, you know, crack the code. And I'm like, you know, you opened it. We came. They about to show up. Dead ass. That's all I kept thinking every time. Because they're showing each character, Ben, Jason, Mike, Amanda. Like, we're seeing these people just opening these boxes and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, I'm figuring it out. And then they show up. They know they're supposed to go to um, Mino's, like, escape rooms. Like, this international, like, big company that has all these, like, extravagant, you know, real top-flight escape rooms. All right, cool. So, they with the shits. They pull up. They get to the um, lobby. A thing I noted immediately, especially with Amanda's character, Amanda's outside with Ben. Um, And, of course, we kind of see what their lives are like, right? Like, we see what a little bit into, like, just a peek into their life. Like, Lawrence... Um, what's Rich. that man running? There you go, J- Jason. Jason. I want y'all to know I'm gonna call him Lawrence. So I hope you everyone is okay with this. Okay, great. If you don't know who Lawrence is, uh, you need to go ahead and get into Issa Rae's Insecure. You just need to go ahead and support Issa Rae. Period. That's what you should have been doing anyways. Yes. Uh, but I'm gonna leave it at that. Even back from Awkward Black Girl, we just gonna leave it at that. Um, I but with that. all that, mm-hmm, wonderful. With all that being said, YouTube. If you were wondering where it was. Lawrence, you see that he has a top flight security job. He in here working in corporate America. He looking real sad. You know, he one of the only black people in the offices, but he's trying to get to the Chacon. He got bills to pay. And then, you know, we Zoe. Zoe, she's a, a student. And Ben, she's got, he's got a blue collar guard. He's working real hard. He's doing stuff. I don't really know. Amanda, she's out here. She got a sleek outfit, slick ponytail. She's still looking like Jessica from uh, True Blood. She's out here, same pony. Um, and then we eventually meet Danny, who apparently, once all the people get inside, of the lobby waiting room. Um, Cause like I said, the whole interaction with Amanda and the security guard, when she goes in to the Shaboot was just weird. Um, especially like, thank you for your service. And I felt like it was a double on Andre. Um, so, yep. Yep. I definitely felt like it was a, du- and for those who are new here, I know it's double on Tantra. Yes. But because Twitter in the Twitter talk, I've been on Twitter for a long time. So when people flub the word like outfit, outfit was my favorite by uh, what's his name? Not DJ Khaled, uh, French Montana, A L P H E T. That is how he spelled outfit. Outfit. Bitch, I'm screaming. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. I've never seen that, but okay. Go ahead I- and search A L P H 
E.T. And that is why I've been texting y'all. I'm about to put on my outfit. So that's what that was? I didn't know what you were talking about. And it's I just nodded. It's only no, Can't be like. And me just nodding. I guess I'm using context clues. I don't know what we're talking about. So now and I that's know. that's where the double Aunt Andre comes from. Because someone put double. It's, it must be a double Aunt Andre. And I said, oh, who? Like oh. literally Aunt like literally A U N T Andre A N D R E Aunt Andre. That is what they fucking put, and I support it because French. I think that is a French word. French words are very difficult to spell yeah. for me because the sounds. I don't understand the sounds that they make for Spanish. Fair. The vowels make a fucking sound every time, so I can read the word. It's spelled how it sounds usually. So mm-hmm. French, like the the first time I saw the fucking word hors d'oeuvres spelled out, I almost fucking oh, lost my God. mind. I was like, what? Said, what? <laughs> My brain was like, Mrr. I was like, no, I can read. <laughs> you know how I learned the word hors d'oeuvres? On The Sims. The first time I played <laughs> The Sims where you bought the hors d'oeuvres table. I was like, a what table? And then when I bought the table, because of course I have endless emollients, I mm-hmm. fucking clicked it and it had all the fucking snacks on it. I was like, oh, hors d'oeuvres. And I put two and two together. I didn't know what the fuck that word was. Child, that's like when you be trying to help somebody with their math problems, and as the generations go on, you just be looking at the paper like, I can do math, okay? But what is this? That's how I be looking at the words I ain't never seen before. Like, you know, I hear the elders in my head, sound it out, baby. Just try your best, you know? Yes. Du- double on Andre outfit. Yes. I also want to reiterate, and this has been a common theme. I know people don't like to hear this, but most people in the United States read on a sixth grade level between six and eight. That's grade. actual fact. And that's, that's actually true. Cause when we say illiterate, that doesn't mean you can't read words. Yes. People can read words, but they struggle with making meaning of those words. Like they'll read something and they'll misunderstand it because they're having trouble really pulling the meaning out of each word and really stringing it together. And you'll see it on Twitter all the time. Somebody tweets something and somebody go, well, you said that's not that they didn't say any of that. Where are you getting that? That's not, that word wasn't even used. And I'm just crying. And when I read it, I just, I'm having to have a force closed app because I'm like, I'd be having a headache because I'm like, how are you arguing something that was never said? You are making your own blood pressure go up because unfortunately wow. you cannot read. And that is sad because, and I don't take it lightly when I be like, people be yeah. reading with their finger. Yes, yeah, ha ha, but it's not ha ha because no, that is not. fucked up. People are like 30, 40. They cannot read past a certain level. They can read the words, but they can't pull what happened. They can't pull themes from it. They can't make inferences. They, they can't do none of that. They cannot do it. And this is, reading is important, but double on Audrey. And reading is fundamental. But girl, it was, when he was like, thank you for your service, I truly was just like, what you mean by that? Like, zooming all the way in. I know, also, backing up, y'all, each person was told if they go ahead and proceed with participating um, in the Pazu, that they would win, the winner would get $10,000. So already they like, oh, bitch, I know how to do these motherfucker puzzles. I'm about, to, I'm about to do everything. I'm about to get the money. I'm going to be the last one in the room. Now, let me say something. $10,000 is a lot of money when you don't have no money, but I don't understand. Maybe because Jason doesn't like to lose. He, mm. he don't need the money. He is the no. one person in the joint who does not need the money. He pulled up on, he got a nice office, big ass window. He got assistance and shit. People send him gifts. He riding on a fucking motorcycle. Like he don't need 10K. I feel like his rent is at least three to 4K wherever he's at. Like I don't, there's really no reason for him to do it. Like Mike, who is an older man who, um, mm-hmm. who may need, he was like, oh, I need that money. I'm a trucker. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny is into games, has done like 93 rooms, very what you would think of as geeky, but he's also positive and fun. And everybody's like, wait, he's like, he'd be playing, not taking it serious. Whatever, like, what the fuck? He's like, okay, you guys are so fucking mean. We're just playing a game. Although, little note, little fun fact, we're not playing a game. He thinks no. shit is sweet and the shit he's is like, not yeah. sweet. He also, he also seems younger than everyone. He seems like he might be 19. He might be, tw- he seems young. He seems like, a very younger, a younger person who's into video games. And, you know, Jason is like, I get money. I fuck bitches. I don't know what the fuck you're... Give money. We gonna give money. Hey, give money. All right. Okay, sorry, see, I started start swinging. Mm-hmm. Then I started singing, I look fly. I look good. Oh, my oh, mama. My mama. Hey. Okay. Oh, so, my um, mm, Chest, my chest. My chest. Moving. My chest. I'm crying. So, okay, two things. Um, I also loved how jovial that Danny was. He was really exciting. He was trying to pump life into the room because once they get into the waiting room, like everyone's like talking, just having like casual conversation. And then someone's like, yeah, I'm about to head out. The doorknob breaks. It's and they're like, they're like, what the fuck's going on? Danny said, oh, okay, we in the room. We in the puzzle. First of all, let me stop y'all right there. That was the red flag you needed. The red flag was downstairs, but this was the red flag. You're all in a waiting room. Y'all ain't seen no people for real except for the man downstairs. But you just in this room. You ain't asked no questions for real. No. You should have known that you, you, which one of y'all, it was about to be crazy. Oh, damn. I can't even be with him no more. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-mm. Which yeah, one of y'all well, wilding? And he's well, also one. And here come Jason Addis, who I don't, because I'm like, although he got body, because you see him take that shirt off later. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, but the problem is, like, when Ben pulled the shit off, he's like, I'm about to get a cigarette break. He pulled off his oven knob underneath there. And then Jason's like, you, you ain't breaking shit. I'm like, bruh, you all used the doorknob. He didn't fucking, you didn't see him yank it. He just fucking pulled the doorknob as you would. Why are we going blaming him? Because he pulls an expired signature later and he's like, you breaking shit all the time. He's like, it's fucking plastic. What the, f- girl. Wow. No. And not even just that, like just the the whole notion of they're in the room, they're just like touch, like, you know, just trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? I guess we're in the puzzle. We're here. Whatever's happening. Okay, cool. And then, um, you know, when they realize that, oh, there's some, the walls are really on fire. Like at first it looks like it's fake. Like they're in like a toaster oven. They're like, oh, this is fake. This is fake heat. And then when old girl finds the Fahrenheit 451 book, because they realize that when they take the handle off, it's a a knob but they're like okay so she turns it up to 451 bro why everybody think the door about to unlock or some shit about to happen and in fact it does the opposite it cranks that bitch up to 451 plus degrees i was like oh they're cooking it there (laughs) yes and that's where it first starts because he won't on until she twisted it and they were like what the fuck did you do and it was like girl he said it was like a combination all of y'all would have turned the fucking knob you're blaming her because she did it first but all of y'all were like, nobody said, no, don't do, no one said, don't do that. Jay, again, it was Jason. Look at what you did. God damn it. And his ass, when he picked the fucking phone up for that fake receptionist and hung it up, the shit cranked up even more. Nigga, mm-hmm. you did it too. And when he pulled the fire extinguisher off, Ben, it cranked up even more. Then they realized it's the coasters and they got to, you know, crawl through the vent. But everybody make it through. So we all out here. And well, Dan, again, Danny's still like, ah, oh, it wasn't real fight. They wouldn't imagine the, you know, the lawsuits and shit. Like, like and people high, fucking girl. died. The ceiling was literally on fire. Stop playing. Stop at five. But that's okay. Fire's you get to the next guys. room. 
Also, one thing about Amanda, because uh, we found out when they said thank you for her service, we know she's in the military. Because we didn't yeah. we didn't meet Amanda until she pulled up. We only met Ben, Jason, and uh, Zoe first. We met yeah. them in their life. Everybody else you meet in the actual like room. And we know that Ben be drinking. He got a drinking problem. That's why he can't be in the front. He got a flask on him. He in the back drinking and packing the boxes. I'm like, bro, you drinking on a job? You, know, you got an open hard, flask on the desk? It's a hard life. He This job is beating his ass. Also, I feel like in hindsight, but after looking at both movies, the, the, we didn't know about Jessica's life later on purpose. And we still don't know all of Jessica's life. Like, we think we know all their lives. We kind of know a little bit more about other people than what we know about her. But we know a big mm-hmm. significant part that they have PTSD, that they are a vet, and something horrific happened. Um, and mm. when they move on to this next room, it's it's real tense. Like they shimmy in down this motherfucking vent. It's just it's not going well. Like I I would have died, bruh. I would have died, died room too. one. I would have died room one. So they get, and I would have rather died room one than die room two. Yeah, because um, I feel like it's a slower death in room two. But they slide, they come in the junk, they drop down in a in a little cabin. It's a cute little cabin, and okay. it says you'll go down in history. Off rip. I was like, nobody knows Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Do y'all celebrate so, Christmas? And everybody don't. No, they don't. Not everybody don't. But when they were Yoga Down History, I was like, why does that sound familiar? Can we also start with once they figure out what's going on, right? Because then we start knowing a bit about everybody looking starstruck. Cause you know, old boy Ben figures the shit out. It's a little tense. I thought the room was gonna try to kill him. Like I'm always thinking everything they do is wrong. But let's peep. Let me tell you about how my RPG games open world game skills kicked in. I was like, y'all ain't got no blankets. Y'all ain't pull up no blankets. Like, you don't have no... So where's the survival kits? You don't see no stuff that you should probably, like, just take with you because you're clearly traveling from room to room. So I would, like, I see... I'm, it's on in the background on my computer right now. I see it's a pillow. I see it's a blanket. You ain't take none of this with you. Like, you just ain't pick it up just in case. Like, you're probably not thinking, but I was like, nah. Because then once they're able to crack the code out of the first part of the room that they're in, they end because they're in a cabin and then they end up outside of the cabin and they're tossed into a winter wonderland. And mm-hmm. as soon as they think, damn, let me, because all of them go out the door, go onto the porch and start kind of venturing out and they go, oh, let me go back real quick. The door slams. So all I'm thinking is, all right, I need the skills to kick in, but immediately like it's just you you could tell like each room is kind of triggering for a person you can see how some people how they like react a little bit more tenser or they're kind of a little bit more quiet than other people in the room this is me watching it just in the background like okay you know these they actually i peep part of it's the first watch um when they get out into this winter wonderland um one let's talk about how the escape room is so immersive in both films I said, oh, so you're giving us Hunger Games slash The Furies, like, slash, what is this, my favorite, Resident Evil? Spoiler alert on that. Saw, Cube, all the puzzle games, survival-ass games, like, everything is all wrapped in one. And you're right, I would have took stuff. Especially because even if you don't know it's real, for me personally, if I open a door and it's cold out there and I got on short sleeves, I'm taking a blanket anyway. I'm just taking a blanket anyway, because reasons. Because everybody you know, didn't go out at the same time. You felt that breeze when you opened it. Let me get let me get this blanket right here. Hold on. And now, to be fair, no one thought it was really real except Amanda. Amanda was the only person, and they were all gaslighting. They're like, this shit now you're really tripping. You're having like a panic attack, you're having PTSD, everything. And they was like, girl, whatever. You know, 
whatever it is it should not happen to you know and then they get in here like oh no it's really real it's cold it's freezing air the ice is cracking like because that's dangerous hypothermia happens fast mm-hmm. and your extremities are the first them toes and fingers are the first to get black you can't feel them y'all gonna start dying you get delusional and shit like that heat and extreme cold does mm-hmm. that period the door shut i also wonder if they could have like maybe kicked the door open or i wonder how the windows were were there windows in the cabin there's windows in the cabin i don't think the glass they probably wouldn't have been able to kick it through because i'm sure someone would have thought of that so it's probably thick as fuck they can't even get in there but they're in here they don't know what to do they're all cold they find a coat they gotta share it uh a red little sherpa coat yeah excuse me Yes, a little parka, and they're trying to figure out a fishing hole is there. There's a fishing line um, that Michael calls up the tree and gets, and then they find a magnet because the north is a lie, whatever. They get the magnet, pull up, it's a key. But the key is trapped in a block of motherfucking ice, and I am already like... Now, I don't really know how to melt it real fast. They was like, you know, let's use our hands. I'm like, can we breathe on the bitch? Can we like spit on it? I don't know. That sounds gross, but spit is warm. It comes out your mouth. I don't know. I was mad that no one suggested let's throw it on the porch because I yelled at the screen, go throw it on the porch. Underneath the door where the heat is coming from. Bitch, I would have been still like just the porch is a solid. That's a solid building. You know, it's not just wood. It's clearly made of all the things. So I would have started trying to chip at it by banging it on the house. Now, I know they ultimately had to use their body heat to melt Mm -hmm. it, which, of course, added to them being even more cold. And like we said, the game ain't playing fair. So it's blowing cold air. It's It's blowing cold air right now. Like I was on the fog machine. They just freezing to death. It's not funny, but I was like, damn, these puzzle people ain't playing fair. Bruh, they are not playing fair. The survival percentages be low as fuck. Now, my thought was, because granted, I don't know what I would have done. Granted, I wouldn't have been in this situation because, girl, I would have got the invitation. I would have been like, yeah, no, it's a no for me. I would have just put the box away. I would have burned the card and said, guess I'm not doing this. Yep. And then it's not even like you're getting it from a stranger because I know somebody who's probably like maybe listening to this and not seen the movie. Because for some reason, hey, thanks for listening still. You um, decided to just keep going through the spoiler alert. You're like, fuck it, YOLO, and I'm with it. But these are not like random packages from strangers. You find out later that all of the people are, all the contestants are getting, or have received their invitation from someone they knew. Um, Jason shares that um, someone, I think an employer, like an employer or a partner or someone who's trying to like a mm-hmm. business associate sent him one and it's address, it's addressed from people they know. Someone's son Ackerman, sent yeah. one. Yep. And it's just like, they, I guess they figure out that eventually it's not them. It's that fake. maybe like, it's, yeah, someone's like pretending to be them. Ultimate scammer. But they eventually make it out of the winter wonderland. They all take turns wearing the coat. And that's where you kind of realize like for real, for real, something is a bit off. With Jason, and I was just like, look at Lawrence cutting up. But it, mm, mm, he's like, your turn is up. And what I will say is, Ben is an asshole because he's like being kind of like, he's like, you know, probably because he's he's been drinking, he's on cigarettes, he's stressed, you know, he's not really happy about life, especially when we talk about he knows about Rudolph because he was drunk driving and probably killed some of Mm -hmm. his friends. You know, he probably has a record, that kind of shit, all of that. Once they get out, he throws a lighter and, you know, Danny did because Danny fought the, and they blame it on Ben, but you see the fucking ice literally fucking explode. It mm-hmm. explodes underneath him. 
and he falls under. So yeah, Bill been fucked up because he could have just literally handed him the lighter, but he didn't. I wonder if the the camera saw that shit and was like, "No, nah, you're not using a lighter. That's too easy." I think Let so me blow too. Shit up. It felt so like perfectly timed. Um, and then also like, oh, you you find early that. Jason peeps where the exit door is. And that's when they discovered they had to get that key out of, like, shortly before they discovered that. They also mm-hmm. talk about how, like, the cold will go ahead and it make you, like, you know, kind of, like, out, out of, of it. it. Like, you get lost. You're in a fog. You're just, you know, delusional because the cold is messed with you. But then also, right, when we're sitting around the icicle, we start to see flashbacks of Jason's life when he's looking at that red coat. And you you just, ooh, girl, he is just not looking too good. So when they all finally get out, because the only person that doesn't make it out of this go-round is um is Danny. Danny goes, and I'm not even gonna hold you, I knew Danny was gonna be the first to die. As soon as this movie started, I was like, I bet as soon as we were introduced to Danny, I was like, I I feel like Danny's gonna die. I don't think Danny's gonna make it very far in here because Danny knew too much. Danny was way too into puzzles, way too into escape rooms. They're like, yeah, I did like 93 escape rooms. I'm like, oh, okay, this motherfucker is lit. Like, this is they shit. This is what they do. They eat, sleep, and shit. Escape rooms, this is their time. Um, So I automatically knew, okay, well, I know how these movies go. They're going to go ahead and get this person up out of here because they're a little too skilled in this department. And we need to make sure that we're doing what we can to make sure that these people don't make it to the end. So I was like, oh, but the way that they went, I was like, damn, that's tragic. Gucci man, boys. Tragedy. It's a tragedy. I love that song. So they go into this next room. Yikes. And it's a bar. And it's an upside down bar. And I like the whole premise of this shit, how it's set up. Um, You hear like, I think they're playing downtown. Like downtown, everything's waiting for you. I think that's what they listen to, but that's what I was thinking in my head. They was getting it, bitch. And when the song cuts off, um, the floor you're standing on, it's like musical chairs. The music is playing and it's playing and we're having a good time. And then when the music turns off, a piece of the floor falls away. But except the floor reveals that you are actually standing over a giant open shaft pit. Uh, and if you do not get up off this floor and crack this puzzle, you're going to fall to your doom. Um, so boom, that is the new bar for the room. Let's go. Bruh, this room sucks, but also I'd rather die in this room than any of the other rooms. Sorry, fall to my doom, instant death. Great. I don't, I don't get to freeze to death. I don't get to burn to death. Wonderful. So, and they're in a situation where they're trying to crack the code. Now, Amanda is the top flight person because she's in probably the best shape of everybody because she's military. She climbing up shit. She all in the bar. It's a lockbox. They got to get the numbers. They shifting shit around to get the numbers. Now, as this is happening, pieces of the floor keep falling and falling and people almost fall. But nobody falls until we get the fucking thing they actually need to open the door. They get it. Amanda gets it and tries to get across to them because she's separated from the group. Everybody is near the door yeah. except for her. And she has a key. So they can't get in without her. She can't get in without getting over there. And she climbs, drops it, drops to the floor and throws them the jank, which I would have been like, wow, that's crazy. I guess all of us are going to die because I'm not going down there. Get that. Oh my wow. This is it. This is it for you guys. Because they told us, some of them are like, don't get it. Don't even get it, bro. Like, fuck this shit. Like, because, well, we're here. She drops down, get it. Throws it, throws it, and Jason catches it, of course, because he's ready to survive. He don't care about nobody else. His he's putting himself first. He's like, survival is a choice. He keeps saying that. 
and she try to make it. She don't. She fall. And they go to the next room. Now, the next room looks like Saul. Dead ass looks like Saul. It's a medical room. Dr. Wu-Tang Yu, which is what the magazines was, um, you know, sent to. They got these things. They pretty much got to, like, get the heart rate either real high or real low to get the door to open. You got to test your limits. So, first, of course, Jason... Yes. Of, of course, Jason gonna put Michael first. Like, and Michael is trying to help. Michael's like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he shocks him and makes his heart rate go up to the point where he kills him with a heart attack. The way he goes about it, though, he's like, you gotta do this. You gotta man up. He says this a lot in the movie. You gotta man up. You gotta step up. You gotta man up. He's real aggressive when it comes to, like, I'm just like, what, what's, what's your end game? What's going on? And in this medical room, you find out that each section of the room is kind of a portion of each person, like either someone's hospital bed, someone's bedroom, like shit like that. And you find out more about what our characters have in common, what the theme of the actual choices of the puzzle were, like all people who um, who were the lone survivors, like Zoe was in an airplane with her mama overseas and the whole plane crashed when they was coming from Asia or going to Asia. I'm like, just boom. And she was the only one that survived. Wild. Like, what, bitch? We had um, Jason. They almost froze to death. Um, They were with somewhere with a roommate and, you know, somebody drowned and he had the coat on and all kinds of stuff. It was just, you know, they just it didn't work out. So he was the only one that survived. And then Ben, you find out that there was a car crash because they were drinking, they were driving, and they were not sober. And everyone in the car died except for him. And then you find out about, like, just everybody essentially had in common death stuff. Like, it was just, just being the lone survivor. But, you know, um, Jason scammed Mike into um, basically using that defibrillator stuff on that K- the EKG machine, bringing them back to the back to life, back to reality. And I guess Jason was like, man, I feel bad for two seconds, but fuck it, we got to get up out of here. And he slowed his heart rate down. That's how you knew he was about it. He was like, I got to get out of here. I don't know what you hoes are talking about. My heart rate is slowed down. I'm about to die halfway down real quick. And I'm just going, you know, um, we getting out. Also, I'm annoyed because, bitch, if you could have did that, everyone could have fucking got out. You could have did that first because that's less deadly of you trying to relax and meditate and slow your heart rate down than amping someone who's older or amping their heart up and giving them a fucking heart attack. You yeah. you really could have sacrificed yourself, but we know what kind of person he is because I'm like, you, your option was safe. Your option was way safer than everyone else's. And you got motherfuckers killed and then you heat him and Ben go through the door, right? And then you just got Zoe laying there. And Zoe is foaming at the mouth because the gas is coming in the jank. You thinking mama dead because she's foaming or she passed the fuck out. Before that, she's smashing the light bulbs out. She's like, bitch, I'm not the light bulbs, the cameras. We're not doing this game no more. This cannot be it. I refuse to keep going through these rooms. I'm not doing this shit no more. It's a couple things that's happening. You also see Jason tell his story about what happened for real, for real with the coat or his variation of what happened. With you know on the on his life story, it was a lot. Oh, you also find out that Mike um was in a a, a coal mine and it was a collapsing of the ceiling, and he basically heard his brother or the you know brother brother in law die a few feet away from him while he was waiting for paramedics to come and rescue them from the coal mine. It was just really sad, and it was just a lot. Um, 
And so, like we said, they get out, they get to the next room, they thinking that Zoe is dead because she, you know, she ran a good game. We all think Zoe's dead, but surprise, bitch, you can't hold her down. You can't hold a bad bitch back because she was playing dummy sleep, bitch, because she wanted the people to come in so she can whoop their ass and she can find a way out of there. We love a resilient person. Let's go. Listen, and now it's only two left to the knowledge of most people. Like you got Jason and you got Ben. Ben going the fuck off. He was like, first of all, bitch, you killed Michael and you left her behind. You a you a fucked up motherfucker. Like, why you do that? And he was like, survival's a choice. He was like, you know what? I'm starting to think your story is sounding fishy. Cause mm-hmm. why the fuck would he swim away? You killed that dude so you could survive. You mm-hmm. did that shit. And he was right because it was getting to him. So he started squaring the fuck up. But then all of a sudden, they start getting real, like, shit start warping, oh, the eyeball no. getting big. He's like, oh, my God, your face is melting. I'm like, are they on acid or some shit? Some fucked up shit. And they can Something leave. It's the Yeah, the door is open already. They could just go down. But it's like, hey, you could leave, but it's best to note, it's best you get the antidote. So you could leave, but you're going to die if you don't find the antidote. They find it. It's only one. So only one of you can make it out of here. And of course, Ben finds it first. And Ben, being the person he is, like, I found the antidote. Literally, all you hear is, mink, 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 mink. Jason comes start whooping his ass when he get the antidote. But Ben comes out on top, and we come back to the first part of the movie, where he slides mm-hmm. through the room, is closing in. And eventually, he gets out, and then it's another motherfucker at the end. It's the top boss. Like, I'm the game master, pretty much. <laughs> And now he's trying to strangle him because if you get out, then I guess he get, has to die or some shit like that. And he don't want that. And you think that Ben's about to die and this other motherfucker about to come out. And here comes Zoe around the corner with the blicky, bitch. Ah, pop yes. him out. She shot, bitch, I'm in here. Shoots the motherfucker. Now they both banking his ass. They bank him, beat his ass. They both get out. But then they call the police. The police like, ain't shit even in here. I don't know how they cleaned all that shit up. Yo, I was upset. I was upset. I was vexed because I was like, Mo, I know they're not about to paint this. Like, they made all this shit up. And then they had, let's talk about Calculated. They already had news articles ready to rock and go. This also tells you how connected whoever at Mikos is. See, I'm clearly invested now. How yes, connected- Mikos. Yep. Because they out here able to control the media. Oh. Look, Minos got like, the Migos. They pulled up. They got it's hella Migos. I bet you. If a third one come it, up, it's it, a cult. It's a cult. It has to be. It gives um what's that what's that movie hostel where you have a um a, a network mm-hmm. of people and like you were saying earlier um that movie on Shutter that we always talk about with the girls Beauty and the Beast Furies the Furies where it's a network of people watching this paying top dollar so the clients and shit they're making money off of this shit we just don't know who the clients and all this mm-hmm. shit is yeah. Um, yet so they get out and they're you know mind their business for like six months and zoe said meet up with ben and say fuck this shit i can't sleep i can't rest i need to take these motherfuckers down every time i close my eyes i see my dead friends and i can't do this no more i cannot do this we gotta we gotta stop them we gotta get on the plane we gotta beat their ass then you get to the part the small part listen then we get to the small part that i thought was a little corny uh, where they go, oh, we intercepted her flight. I'm good. Like, we didn't have to do all of that. I Did get really, it, but... You thought it was corny for real? Because I said, okay. And then when you find out, like, it wasn't real, that they was just... And this is me. Oh, they about to turn up on this bitch. That's literally what I was like. Oh, they about to turn up. Because they don't like that Zoe got questions. I definitely don't think that they made a, a black person made it to the end. They don't like it. They are upset. 
She is ready to spoil the whole operation. She said, I got your number, bitch. You got me fucked up. You think you think I'm about to walk away from this? Oh, and you know what? I love that she's like, I'm about to be on that ass. I like that. I like that in a final person. I know that two of them made it to the end and one made it purely by luck. But I like that they was like, oh, just like Furies, you think I'm about to just lay down and die and let you about to do this to me? What? It's, it's over now. Let's go. I'm a fan, but we slide right in the movie too, because I'm not even going to hold you. The way this movie ended, I immediately thought, well, you know, my girl about to get on this plane and we think she about to get on the plane with Dwayne, but she's actually a therapist and a therapist is like, her therapist spent most of the time gaslighting her in their session, um, then actually addressing what they were saying. And I like that Zoe called them out and was just like, you know, how can you even help me if you don't even remotely believe anything I'm saying? And then what made it worse, the therapist like, I don't need to believe you. I just need to, you know, just really like just doing the, the mental gymnastics with the words. And I'm just like, bro, you don't even have to do all this. It's disgusting. Right. And then and Zoe's in there like, girl, just wrote, pretty much rolling her eyes like this is not, you're not, you're not. What's going to help me feel better is that we get the people who did this because they're still out there and they're doing stuff to people. And she's like, you're a hammer. Everything's a nail to you. And, mm. you know, everything's a clue. Meanwhile, she's holding up everything and they are. This is a clue. This is a clue. They're clues for real. Um, oh, so we I was to, sick. I was so mad. So we get to the point where. They are dealing with, um, she pulls up on Ben, like, look, we got to do this. And Ben's like, fine, you saved my life. I'll drive with you. you know, Shout you out to, to their friendship. I want you to know immediately as this movie started, because guys, we we slid in the movie too. I know we didn't make the announcement, but it literally, the saga continues, bad boy. Um, I really, when we went in, there's a moment when they're on the road trip, when they make the decision to drive to NYC instead of fly to New York City. Totes understand. But for those, you know, we're still keeping up. Zoe is very traumatized by basically almost dying on a flight and watching her mom die at everyone around her. Okay. How, like, how, when do you even hear that happening? Someone surviving a flight. Unless, you know, death has a plan. And it all happened for a reason. Final destination. Um, so she, she decides to drive. They decide to drive. And while they're on their journey, I'm assuming they're coming from the left coast over to the east coast. That's what it very much gave. Um, And so when they're on their journey, they stop, you know, to go to sleep. They stay at a hotel. And there's a point where I'm like, dang, I hope they don't try to make this weird, like turn them into like a romantic couple. I like that these characters are just friends. I hate when people try to force like romance on there. I'm like, I understand there might be some like, you know, some flirting because People flirt, so it's whatever. But also, like, I like that their relationship is strictly platonic. Like, there's clearly some love and mutual respect there because they both went through a really traumatizing, horrific thing and kind of bonded through that a little bit. And then also connected and stuck with each other, too, because, you know, it was a really crazy thing. Um, so I, I was for a second, like, please don't try to make them into romantic people. And I'm glad that they really kind of steered away from that. But I also was like, y'all came to New York City being green as shit, bitch. You was green as hell. You got robbed and your ass was set up. I'm sick for you. They get through here and they pull up. We doing the thing. They get to New York. And of course, like I said, they got fucking robbed. But I knew that as soon as I saw the dude, I was like, he looks suspicious. Why would he walk up to them like that? Okay. That's what I'll help you or I'll, he was like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be in here. It's condemned. I'll help you get out here. If you help, you know, help me, you know, give me something to eat. I'm a little hungry. And before they can even respond, because I feel like they would have been like, oh yeah, man, 
get a little, they gra- grab her little, her prize necklace that was her mom, little compass, takes that and runs with it. And of course, they're going to fucking chase. They chase and end up getting on the train. Now, you see mm. other people on the train. It's people walking around living their lives. But they get on the train, shit looking a little weird. And then all of a sudden, Zoe, like, you hear that? And then, like, Ben, like, no, nah, wait. I do hear that. And the train separates. So the one train no. is going one way and then the other train, they fucking. Re- now, this is where I was like, I know this wouldn't this particular situation. I can see people trapping people in rooms and torturing them. But to do all of this, first of all, the train don't work for nobody like that, baby. Y'all, them tracks don't be working. You're not setting the shit up to do this. It's they're not that reliable. You're not playing on Are the train. Sure? I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm sending my disbelief. But I just, we've already kind of put out there that the people at Mikos are very well connected. So we know that's not how the train works, but also in this universe, they're capable of doing anything. And I ain't even going to hold you. When that shit unattached, I said, oh, no, 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 no. One of my fears being on the train. The motherfucker starts sliding out. Now we looking like a goddamn Rocky and Bullwinkle commercial. It's just, it's sliding, bitch. They about to come and get us. Uh, Boris and Natasha come and they, they heist in the train. I don't have time. And when the train slide off, first of all, you're on the Q train, getting on a Canal Street. You're on the MTA. You're on a New York City subway. It's already sus. And now you're you're in a puzzle, bitch. And I know all the New Yorkers listening are like, half of y'all gonna be like, I'm with it. And the other half gonna be like, New York. But I'm also just like, it's a no for me, baby. It's a no. The whole thing is a no. They get trapped super, super underground in a New York abandoned train state. It's too many cities no. in New York City. No. Rats, roaches. It reminds me of Mimic. Uh, if anyone else has seen Mimic, uh, where it's the roaches and shit, the big bugs underneath the subway getting crunk. Like Joe's it Apartment. Me, I have not seen Joe's Apartment, friend. I don't I think mean, I'm going to be watching Joe's Apartment. I don't even watch it. Did you hit the mm-hmm. boom on it yet? I think I told you what it was about. It reminds me of what the, from the description of what you said, it gives me, they're creeping up on you from Creepshow, that last story where all the roaches are just coming out. That was enough. That ruined me as a child. That I uh, vomit, vomit yes, town population me. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. Mm, well, it's the big mm. show. They are stuck yeah. in this bitch. And Minos has like this logo. So on the Minos logo, it's like this extra scale. It's the stair, extra, MC extra stairs. And then that's how they got the coordinates anyway. But when you get into the train and you peep over, the 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 emblem is on the train. Yep. And then they're like, oh, what we got to do? So now the electricity is popping up yep. and it's fucking shocking the train up. And I'm like, no, nah. I would boogie, woogie, woogie. I would have died. Oh, you absolutely died. would. We got our new characters though. We got Zoe. We got Ben, because they're on the train together. Um, we have Nathan. We have Rachel. We have Brianna. Mm-hmm. We have Theo. Now, mm-hmm. I think Theo was the young man's name that has the earpiece who, um, yes, who is, is hard of hearing. Because we didn't really get his name, but, you know, IMDB told me their name. Um, but we also found, which is really sad, that it's the anniversary with their partner. And he's like, I'm trying to be on time. I'm always, he's crying. He was like, I'm always late, like. I told her I was going to be on time. And I was just like talking to the TV. You know, she going to know in their heart that you wasn't late for real, for real this time. Because they were actively on the phone with you and can hear the commotion and the phone cut out. However, on their end, that person was on the phone when all the shit was going down. So if 
they caught most of this conversation before you lost service, they're going to know something is wrong. And even if you're late, being late is different than never showing up. That's completely different. And we're going to throw some prayers up in the sky because Theo did not make it. They never made it home. They didn't even make it off the train into the next room. Mm-mm. Because electricity. And they were trying to help. Like, so Theo was trying to get, like, another letter. And they lift up the train, shook, and they ended up grabbing the pole and shocked. Also, I would have died because piercings. I, the, the electricity would have, my septum would have ripped out. My nose mm-hmm. would have been fried like Rudolph, bitch. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Again, I just would have died in that situation. But they get the missing letters, get the coins, jump down. They're on the train. It's moving. And that's where you learn the names. We learn that Rachel's very pessimistic, which I would be too, um, dealing with this shit. But, and you learn everybody's kind of backstory. So you know that Rachel doesn't really, she's like, I don't fucking know what's going on, whatever. But you know Ben and Zoe backstory because you watched the first movie. Movie. Yeah, and Nate was a priest, and they had all the priests. Like, how was that sick? Like, how is faith gonna get you through? Like, girl, what the fuck, y'all? y'all really was studying the Book of Saul, bro. You were hanging out with Jigsaw. It's too fucking much. And then um Brianna was an influencer, and and we heard I, about I the even... influencer one in movie one because they talked about previous ones they did. There was a brief mention about two different. I don't not make. I know I'm not making this shit up. There was a brief mention about two different like rooms or situations because they had been. Someone had mentioned influencer, and then someone had mentioned some other group when they had figured out what was the. It was um Danny when they had put the, mm-hmm. the, the thing together. Danny was like, yeah, they had like a group of influencers. It was some little different room, like different what's mm-hmm. called they were in. I don't know if the two were connected, but they was talking about different groups, and I said, okay, maybe my brain was going in. I don't know, but the point is they all figure out that they are the survivors of whatever previous puzzles they did before. Because when that door shut, all of them, oh, no, 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 I was out. I'm like, oh, hell no. Bitch, I'm tired. I'm not even going to hold you. Soon as the, it's electric. I'm, I'm, touching, the, I'm touching the pole. I'm, no, I, I was out. That's why you had to carry the blicky in your purse. I would have been like, yep, take me to the king. Boom, I'm done. Anybody also, else I'm going to go? Listen, the real thing that blew me for real was in the midst of all the electricity chaos, Zoe thinks it's the opportune time to pull out Vercelli and start recording. And Ben is like, bitch, put your phone away. And I was just like, I know you want to get the evidence that we would read the room. You're going to get electrocuted, baby. You got a cell phone open in a fully electronic room. Like the whole room is sparkling. Ho, put the phone away. Think it through. Take your pictures in the next chain. Either way, they get off the little elevator and they figure it out, open the door. They in the fake ass beach. You're in a little sand. It's like a postcard. It's clearly fake. They got the little metal detector. They like, oh, we about to find it. It's an anchor. They pull the anchor. It snaps because it's probably meant to pull snap. And then it probably opens a hole somewhere and the sand starts sinking. Rachel, the first motherfucker to fall in. And I'm like, oh no, she's sinking. But then Nate is like, I must save her. So he does save Rachel. She come back up, but he does not. Amazing. Nate is gone. Wait, is he gone? Am I lying? No, he comes out. No. He comes out. I skipped a room. I skipped a room. You did. The bank is first. Mm -hmm. The bank is first. The bank was a very cool room though. I like the bank and the beach room. I do. They step on the tiles. They got the lasers are coming through. It gave cute mm-hmm. Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. They got to get the pattern. And it really, the number they're confusing them because all these numbers. What they really had to do was just keep turning something so they could get the fuck out. And it shows you where the plans are and which ones to go to. Okay, and- let's talk about it real quick. Are we the same person? Or are we the same person? Because I really feel like I would have just been on them counters. And I know there was a certain part of 
the counter you could not touch. Why the hell? I would have just ran on the counters. I would have ran on the counters and jumped over the part and just said YOLO. Because the counter, the countertops of the bank teller, like where the actual you go and get service, those little cherry wood parts, the edge, mm-hmm. the lip of it pounced up and gave the same effect of when you're standing on the tiles and it activates um, the lasers. Because surprise, y'all, of course there's a laser room. Like, duh, there's a laser room. But it's at the lip at the edge because there's a point in the movie where you see where it act like they push a button and what it activates. So are we the same person? Because I was just like, I'm going to just stand on the counters, run over to this shit. And once y'all figure the puzzle, I'm at the exit YOLO. Yeah. I mean, okay. So the thing about it is they had to be moving around and working together to figure out the puzzle. So even if you standing up there, they only had 10 minutes and they really will count down. No, like when they're done. Once they figure, so basically they figured all the puzzle out, boom, and they was trying to get out. I was trying to figure out like, I know somebody was standing on the the ledge like briefly, but they were literally on the ledge instead of someone Mm -hmm. like walking on the books where there was Mm -hmm. no something that indicated that this was a button. And the books could have also been buttons too. But as for us as the viewers so far, it's not something that activates a trap. I was just like, why y'all not walking on these counters? Like just walk on the counters. Stop trying to be cute. Just walk on the counter. Fuck the floor. Just walk on the counter and just stay off the edge. Listen, I mean... I don't know how, but the counters are pretty far because I don't think you could have just dove from the counter to the stairs. You got to get the run and start. You got to get the run and start. You can't touch the edge. You got to get the run and start. You, the ladies would have came on and everyone would have been fried. They would have been pissed at me was, just like they was pissed at the priest. Because <laughs> he was like, I'm just about to start touching it. Because the thing is, you're not sacrificing yourself. The lasers are everywhere. So if you step on it, everyone's getting fucking cut the fuck up. They were so mad. They was like, bro, please stop. But they all make it through after a very tense scene. Um, And that's where they get to the little C thing. And of course we lose Nate there. We also think we lose Ben because Ben's somewhere else. And it, and you know, Zoe's like, no, Ben. And Rachel's like, bitch, get your motherfucking ass in here. You cannot save him. Let's okay. go. This now they is, at the bodega. Yes, when the groups get split up. Because it's a whole scene, like maybe some part, one person ends up going through here and everyone else goes through here and not because one person, um, Brianna made a last minute choice about what exit they wanted to take. And I was like, oh, fuck. So we get split up for a little bit. Um, it's basically Rachel and Zoe in one room because, you know, Ben assumedly falls to his doom and Brianna's in the other space. They go through the refrigerator. And when we see Rachel and Zoe again, they come out of a manhole and it's just open. And Brianna comes out of nowhere, like their clothes is a little singed. And they're like, no, 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 don't let it close. And then, so they've been in this space for a minute. And you find out that you, the time is almost up off the clock. They're in your basic, because they thought they heard like streets and noise and all this stuff. And there's another simulation room. It's like they're outside in New York City. What a fucking slap in the face. Like, this was so rude. And so they're going through the room. And when they're going through this room, the acid rain. What up? I like this, this, this deterrent. I like this in this room. I wouldn't have thought of that. You know, when it rains in New York City, it's real sus. It's a sus place, period. Um, but the poison rain, especially, you know, when you see the videos of it flooding up in the train station and people just still wade in the water. And I'm like, girl, I can't live my life like this. So that's clearly what's going on in this room. It's raining acid water and they can't live their life, live their life like this. And I'm not even going to hold you. This is the part of the movie I actually like. I was with the shits until this scene because I'm never one to have an issue with killing off characters or killing off characters. Y'all can't see me, but my hands are up. Um, doing quote things. I never really have an issue with that because I'm always for a bleak ending. 
everyone's up on the chopping block. Anyone can die at any time. That's okay with me. I've accepted this is more realistic to me. So it's more effective. Um, next sentence. I was very irritated because that this whole situation with Brianna and Rachel and how they died. Like when this whole, like the, the confusion around like, oh, we're trying to open this box. And the Mikos people say, bitch, I'm tired of y'all splitting up and fucking these cameras up. Because if you notice in this movie versus the previous movie, they had the little bulb security cameras at the front. And they peeped that Zoe was fucking the shit up. So now they got the flat cameras behind the glass. So you can't break no cameras. You have to go extra dextra to get us up out of here so we can't see what's going on. And, you know, they, Zoe keeps thinking they're one step ahead. And all the other characters, you can't cheat the game. Like, I see what you're doing, but you can't cheat. Like, it's little, you know, hints about it. I don't like how they're in this room and essentially because Zoe gets caught in the cab and because they stepped out of the phone booth for so long, it locked. So now these characters have no choice but to just stand and get acid rained on and then we don't even see them die. And I'm like, I know this is a PG-13 movie, but you can show some face melting. You can show some skin melting off. And why did these characters opt to try to hide under the car? It wasn't that low to the ground. Okay. So, no, you cannot show their face melting and still get a PG-13. You can show no, the side. No. You can literally they show sh- House of Wax. They showed them going down from a distance. Like, she just kind of watched them. Yeah, they sh- you see them. They're, they're standing next to each other. And you see their images. And they are, like, sinking down like that. And Zoe's, because I think it's like Zoe is looking through the window. And, you know, the window's kind of blurry because of the rain. So, you see them. At a point, I because I, I'm not watching. I'm, pull, I'm pulling up right now because I'm about to look. I need to see that. Yeah, you can see them. You don't see. It's not like a lot of blood, but you see the images, the two figures of them going like dropping down. So they're they, they're clearly melting and dying. You don't see up close their skin and shit melting. But Zoe is going off and like screaming in the car. You still could have showed them House of Wax. I'm gonna keep saying House of Wax. What's- was House of Wax PG-13? I don't think that was rated R. Let's look it up. I'm looking it up. I'm also sick that India Moore is on this screen going out like that. I don't like it. Mm, oh, they did I get back to the, Oh, they got covered in smoke. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. I told you they went they went down. They went down, friend. They it just they probably couldn't if you would have showed their face melting, that definitely would have gave them the fucking and it and House of Wax is rated R, hun. You cannot right. show that shit to children. I know we're the sister. No. <laughs> no. I wish sure. No, you're right. A pole goes through fucking Paris Hilton head. So no, it's right, it's rated R. <laughs> Ma'am. Listen, you can say fuck in these movies, okay? You I think you get like one or two fucks. In a PG thirty, is it three? Is three? The I don't know. I'm gonna look I that up. Not... But I feel like Won't somebody. Pe- yes, please. Won't somebody, GRL. please think of the children. <clears throat> Grltspod@gmail.com. Um, I. Okay, whatever. I thought it was PG thirteen. It's a PG thirteen movie to me. I don't know, ma'am. The one I like. Mm. I, it feels like girl. No, it's but it's not. All right. You see so, those motherfuckers die, and you see you see literally uh, Jared Padalecki's face come off with the fucking teeth. You know that shit is not PG thirteen, girl. What the hell? I this is not nineteen seventy. I thought I truly did. Also, I've been watching a lot of Taurus Trap, and you know Taurus Trap and House of Wax the same movie. So I just really know. And for those who didn't know, I just told you. Surprise! If you ain't never seen Taurus Trap, this is your reminder to watch Taurus Trap. Please watch Taurus Trap. This is such this a fun is time. Awesome. Slossin, wildin'. Please. Um, so we get into this room and it's a upstairs like loft type room. 
attic. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zoe is discovering, because you figure out like there's this whole story of someone named Sonia and they're piecing together in all these different rooms. Like is who's Sonia? Is this something that is like that we all have in common? What's really going on? Um, and you find out that it, it's a different story. It's a whole nother person that's connected to everyone or connected to people in the room, but not really. And then, um, you find out, boom, because out of nowhere, Amanda pulls up. And Zoe's like, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, Amanda, what? Like, where are you at? And I'm like, Jessica's back. And you see, like, you piece together as they're talking. They show all these different clues. Um, all, also, as I'm it's on in the background, let me roll it all the way back. At the beginning of Escape Room 2, there's literally a three to five minute recap of Escape oh my God. Room. I'm sorry how my brain completely jumped over that. It's a whole, like, just in case you missed it, let me go ahead and show you the whole movie. And then when I hit play, I was like, well, I might as well not even watch the first movie. Might as well. I might as well ain't even watch the first movie because you finna tell me what happened in movie one at the beginning of movie two, girl. Um, So let's tell you about that. But Amanda pops up and you like, bitch, just like Zoe, how you get back here, Amanda? You fell to your doom, bitch, in movie one. We saw it. We heard the thud. And Amanda was like, you know, just movie rules. If you did not see it. It did not happen. She's speaking in puzzles and limericks. And I don't know. Some of y'all know from the podcast. Some of y'all know me personally. I don't do puzzles and limericks, bitch. So what's going on? She um speaking in puzzles and rhymes and all kinds of soliloquies. And she's up here like saying all this stuff. And Zoe looking at her like, girl, what are you talking about? You didn't, it didn't happen. You ain't see it. Then the room that looks like a wall, like a like a sad, a shadow sex wall, like a like a who's that guy? Like pick door number three. And you pull the, the curtain back because it reveals you with the technological, you know, woo reveal screen. It looks like a like the vanish, the whoosh on your cell phone. Um, Ben is here. Ben is behind the wall. We thought Ben died. We thought Ben got sucked into the sand pit of doom, but actually they did, but they didn't. Cause not only is Amanda back, but Ben is back. Amanda telling Zoe, hey girl, let me tell you a couple stuff. Not only am I not dead, these Minos niggas, they are serious, okay? They didn't capture me. The whole, this whole shaboop, this is my life story. I had to make this puzzle, which connects the end of the first movie. Cause they talk, like talk about this too. The, the guy who's at the end, the final boss, he is like, bitch, you have to, you got to do this. Like, this is a thing you got this. I'm this, is this is just what I do. I make these puzzles and you find out it's levels to this shit. Some people I feel like are just with the shits and they're just doing it. But some people I believe have been like captured and they're using this as a ploy to like get what they need. Like they, they kidnap Amanda's daughter to make her, to use her um, as a pawn to create these puzzles to trap Zoe. Cause they also know Zoe on that ass and Zoe is very determined to foil their entire operation. So they're not having it. Um, and of course, Amanda PTSD, war survivor is really just like girl of course i'm gonna do whatever you want me to do because that's my daughter like i know these supposed to be my friends but i need to save my daughter period that's what's happening and i know zoe knows and respects that and but they keep trying to tell zoe you need to obviously basically get down and lay down like the the miko's people they want you to make these puzzles for them there's several puzzle boxes in the front they got a nice little card on it say zoe it's the same shit you can either make these games for slash with us, or we're going to make your life even more hell than what the fuck we've been doing. Because you thought we were done. We've only, we've only just begun. 1408, bitch, you ain't never getting out. Please. 
please. And she, and it's always like you. They were never gonna let you go. It does not matter because it do not matter. Oh wait, we're not doing that. But either way, they go. <laughs> never let you go. We can sing that. Uh, we can sing that song too. I was just to Blue Stars today. Let's really talk about pretty, pretty Ricky Ricky. Oh Lord. Well, they get to the Blue point Stars where. All right. They're drowning Ben, trying to make her say yes. And she's like, I'm not winning. And Ben is like, fuck this shit. Don't let them win. Fuck I'm going to just drown, dog. I'm going to just Real. don't let them win. She's like, no, science prevails. Metal expands in heat, bitch, Ooh. and sets the room on fire. So it breaks Ben out, puts water in there. They pull the thing. They get out. They run through the joint, set everything on fire and kind of fuck shit up. And they was like, due to this, they go to the police. And the police actually like, oh, we got evidence now. They pulling bodies out. They arresting motherfuckers. There's news reports and shit now. They, you know, all of this shit is happening. They're recovering bodies. But I don't know how much of this is superficial. Like, oh, we let... You know how you... And this is something that I've seen in movies where you have someone get caught with X amount of drugs or something. Mm-hmm. So the person with all the drugs or whatever can get, pop, get past while you're dealing with this small situation. Mm-hmm. So they might have gave you this, but it's bigger than you think. Even with the, and they was like, Interpol been looking for these motherfuckers. FBI, everybody looking for these motherfuckers. They, they're smarter than the police. And maybe some police are probably involved. I'm not sure. I just don't believe that no police officer is involved. I just feel like <laughs> Come on. That's the first thing that's doing it. Okay. It's definitely Awkward. the feds. It's definitely the feds. But let me tell you what I noticed when I watched this movie. When we see the interaction when the next day or at later that evening when Zoe or Ben and they're inside the police station. We don't really see Amanda for real. We just see Zoe and Ben. So that's why I'm just like, okay, that's the first thing. Two paired with one. When Zoe's talking to the male cop, the first thing I say out loud is, "Ain't that the security guard from the first movie? You know, I saw you, bitch. I saw your ass. Yup. Look, y'all can't see Jazz's face. I said, hold on now. And then when they, yep, ha 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 ha. And I was like, okay, either he's playing two different people or something ain't right. So they leave the police station. The police station was like, we got their gas. We're going we're gonna to throw them away. We're going to get the book at them. We're going to throw the book at their face. And I'm like, okay, bitch, justice. Justice prevails. You know, it was very blue-eyes matter. Let's rock. Let's get it. And they was getting it. And they were like, yeah, you want to take this aeroplane home? Yeah, we about to do it. We about to get in the, um, you know, they about to go to JFK. They about to get on the train. The aeroplane, they out of here. Bitch, big mistake. Worst. Exactly. This was not the time to take the aeroplane. You should have drove back home. Got on a Greyhound. I would have got on a Greyhound. I wouldn't have done none of that. I would have drove my own car because, well, no, they ain't got no car no more. That's right. They don't have no car. Get on a Greyhound because there's way too many motherfuckers on a Greyhound. Also, I would have waited at the station because you don't know what train, what bus I'm getting on. If you get a plane and you buy your plane in advance, they're like, okay, we know what plane we're about to do. If I just sit at the Greyhound station for two, yeah, buy the bus day of. And I would be getting on one bus to a small city, getting on another bus to another city. I would have took eight different buses, bitch. I would have took several buses. I would have rented a car at this point. I know that one person had money and the other one did not because that was established in the beginning of the movie. I Mm would have rented a car because we obviously know you're not doing the train thing. You just did a train. You was on the terror train for real. Okay. You was on the real terror train. Two paired with one. I wouldn't have did a bus because although we're talking about like... I get on the bus same day, okay? I just figure they're going to have a sus bus and they're going to know it's you because you don't have, you ain't dye your hair or nothing. Jesus, you ain't shave your eyebrows off. You didn't even grow out a mustache in two days. You didn't do anything to try to change your appearance drastically so these people won't be on you because we've already established, right, that 
these people are really well connected. They have all the resources. They have all the tools. So you opt to get on an airplane. And as soon as they get on that airplane, I promise you, Jazz, I said, I know this is not going to go the way I think it's going to go. They on the plane with Dwayne. And she's thinking she see her therapist. And the lady's like, I don't know you, but has on the same outfit as the therapist has the same exact book as the therapist and her mind's going back because the therapist once again in the past was gaslighting her. Your, tra- your mind because of the trauma is now trained to believe that everything is a clue. This is a clue shows a pen. This is a clue shows a purse, but this is also the same pen that the person on the plane had. This is the same purse that was in their lap. This is the same book that was in their seat. They were in the same outfit, same glasses, same hairstyle. So Zoe's looking around like, what's going on? Baby! You and the, and the boys come on the joint. It's a trap. They finally got, what's it going to take for you to get on the plane, Zoe? Because they've been getting your ass since the end of movie one. They did not like that you got away, girl. They was telling your ass this whole movie. They don't like that you're cheating. They don't like any of this shit. They said, bitch, I don't even care. I don't even know how you even think you about to walk away without me saying something to you. You thought you was getting off like this because they was plotting. They had a whole simulation at the end of movie one of the aeroplane. And now you really on the plane with Dwayne. Damn. Now you want to play for real. And again, like that simulation, you think that simulation is about to happen in movie two and it doesn't happen until the end. So you it opens up for there to be a movie three i actually don't know i've kind of liked that it stopped it would stop there like girl you're just dying you want to you actually want a sequel this is a surprise because once again i need to know if she got off this plane because we already know what the fuck the plane stuff is kind of gonna look like i didn't know that the drop down mask was essentially going to maybe protect them from the poison gas that's filling the plane. And you know it's a poison gas or some sort of not healthy breathing gas because it's green. It's a different color that's going in the air. And all the flight people, and I feel bad for these poor patrons, they looking around like, girl, what the fuck is, I thought I was going home. I just got through security. I thought I was going home. It's a plane full of people. It's a big ass plane too. Full of people. All y'all, I want to know what all their stories are. I know. What are the puzzles? This puzzle is so huge. There's going to be no way you can get out of it. I'm interested. We got snakes on a plane. Let's go ahead and throw these puzzles on the plane. We can get we can get saw on a plane. Don't, don't, don't. We can get it. Well, there is a 4% chance of survival, apparently, because I remember them saying that mm-hmm. at the end of the first movie. Well, it's not a game if she doesn't have a chance. But 4%, bitch, bitch. Come She's on, don't give me a 4%. Fail. Like, and she's not prepared to be in it. And she just got out of another puzzle. But also, I wonder who else is on the plane. I wonder if they're the only people. I wonder if there's a few other people who might have been on in the situation. Because I don't think every... That's way too... It's like... It's a big plane with the three seaters. That's a big ass plane. It has three seats on each row. Like on, you know, I don't know, but again, we don't know how big Minos is. It could be all these people, or they just willing to sacrifice. Yeah, it's okay. Well, Mika we knows, know what you I'm mean. about to call that shit everything, bitch. With the M word, Eminem, just just out here. They need to be calling it mink, mink, mink. We need to be somebody else. Mink, somebody mink, need to get the minks. That's well. That's what's happening to the characters. They get mink, mink. Soon as they step into the room, <laughs> she got mink, mink when she stepped on the plane. She's been trying to say, "Girl, am I really on the plane?" Then what's crazy is like you thinking that they can't get you on this real life shit. You was just on a train. You were on. The train, beloved. And now you're on an aeroplane. You in the air? You in the air? 
And they got, and if we already saw a clip of what they was trying to do in movie one, they going to blow up the propeller. You're not making it. It's not happening. They, this is basically when Saul gets to a point, like when Amanda, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, when Amanda pulls up and starts making the games a little bit more harder to beat damn near impossible or some of they the are impossible are just like yeah fuck it you're not getting out that's exactly what they did they set this shit beyond expert impossible impossible yeah that's what's happening poor ben looking like girl what the fuck going on no 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 she's like oh no it's on in the background y'all the, the poison gas is coming out of the same space that has the oxygen mask bitch i yeah we about I to die movie. i need um, a third movie i need a third movie okay i support you in the because this is very rare cat never wants another sequel I just want to know what's going to happen next. So you got me. I told you it's like Saw. I knew that you were going to be surprised. I knew y'all were going to be surprised. I was like, and what's crazy is I would have never chosen this movie. So shout out to the patrons. I wanted to see it. I thought about it. I mostly just wanted to watch movie two because I'm going to support India more. But also like, I was like, all right, well, if I'm going to see movie two, I might as well see movie one. Um, I'm not running to see it, but also like I'm eventually see it. And now that this was chosen for us, I am not upset. So kudos to you, Patreon people. You motherfucking did that two weeks in a row. They did that. They did that. You know, I uh, was not going to watch Death Proof. I (laughs) wasn't going to watch that. And I ended up watching it because Patreon. And I was not going to watch these because I already saw this and was like, this is giving Saul. And I've already talked about how Saul is a pain for me to watch because I am fucking stressed. Wow, I'm excited for us to talk about Saul because there's a new Saul coming out. I read about it. Yep. Y'all can't see Jazz's face. When I saw that shit today, I said, let's fucking go. Now, I feel like it's off a rumor site, so I'm not going to fully believe it. But I saw on the horror streets that it's a new saw finna hit the streets. And apparently it's not going to be connected to the other movies. I don't know. I don't want to spoil no lies. I don't want to say nothing. I'm just saying, y'all going to get this money anyways. I don't give a flying fuck. I saw Spiral. I don't care if you don't like Spiral. I know somebody's like, Spiral sucks. Guess what, bitch? Me to care. I don't care. Don't, don't, don't. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch all the movies because it's in the same universe and I can't stop watching it. That Resident Evil, I got to start the Resident Evil show. I, I can't stop watching it. I can't. How I'm supposed to stop, Jesus, how? I can't stop. We can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Rockefeller records because we get down, baby. We get down. I know Girl, somebody young started singing Sweetie and I was just like, nope, that's not where we're going today. Wait. She has a can't yeah. stop, won't stop, blah blah, blah 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 blah. Look at her little her little rap. Mm-hmm. Girl, I don't um, know icy, what that is. Pisces, something something nice sweet. Her little freestyle, you know that song. Oh, can't stop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. She said can't stop in the front. You know I what? Know, I don't bitch, know, bitch, but that's what she said. When I was singing it, hey, can't stop, won't Ooh, stop, stay, I won't stay. stop. Mm-hmm. Ten white toes in them toy flip flops. Okay, I now. I, I was about. like, she said can't stop. Y'all was going to make me go look the lyrics up again because you know I was going to make whatever I want up anyways. Girl, I forgot the lyrics. I have not heard that in a while. I might play that again. That was that's an okay song. I, I can deal with that. I can deal with that song. It's all right. Uh, but escape room champions. Okay, we ready for our rating? First of all, let me give y'all the ratings because for those who care about Bet. those things, because it'll help place where I am. So for the first room, Escape Room 2019. This movie is about an hour and forty minutes. Both PG thirteen. Like I said, you can find them both on Stars. The second movie is shorter. The first movie did not need to be an hour and forty minutes. Um, the second was an hour and twenty eight. But the first one was uh, a 6.4 out of 10 for IMDb and a 51% for Rotten Tomatoes. And then the second movie was a 5.7 out of 10 for IMDb and a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 48% 
on Metacritic. Both of these movies, movie one was like a seven, a six and a half, seven for me. Yeah, caprise ho. And then me the too. Movie I gave it a seven. Was at least like a six because it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It fell right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so were y'all mad that the black person made it to the end or what? Because outside of everything else, like, yeah, okay, like, you know, you can still be a PG-13 movie and still slap. You can still do mm-hmm. that. Um, but I, think, I did not yeah. think this film was abysmal. No, I I, I gave it a 3.5 on um, Letterboxd, which is the same as having a 7 out of 10. Um, and cause it's, it's pretty decent. And again, I don't like trap kind of movies, but it's, it's pretty, de- especially for a PG 13 movie. I think this is fine. It's, it, it, it did what it needed to do. The second movie, you don't get enough character. I feel like some of the lines of dialogue, like they go, what is this? The tournament of champions? Like, girl, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We clearly, yeah. once we know everyone has played the game, the title is tournament. You don't need to say it out loud. But I also feel like a lot of times they got to spell things out then having that flashback at the beginning really took away from the movie because i'm like if you are here at movie two you and you didn't watch movie one that means you're okay with getting spoiled what the fuck happened with movie one like you don't get to get a fucking fight this is not a tv show where we recap what happened in the last three episodes at the beginning this is annoying that's fucking annoying we don't need that um yeah, and I think some of the CG, like with the sand, was a little weird. It wasn't yeah. so distracting, but they zoomed in on it, and I was like, "Oh, he didn't need to." Y'all should have just kind of looked at that from a distance. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, this was a choice, but I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep shaking my head like Jay Z. I'm gonna just go, oh, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, that was me. Oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, it wasn't too bad. I, I, I think it was all right. I, I could live with it, but again, I could give this a six, six point five. But the first one is definitely a seven because there would be a small, a few small changes that would have helped me with the second one. Not like there was, I could never watch it again. But it's gonna be a while. It's I mean, while. the premise overall is like a really good idea. Like obviously, we've seen enough game trap, you know, puzzle kind of horror. I love all different forms they come in. I love games. We have a whole episode about like video or the game horror period you know, traps and shit. Um, but I'm I'm super into board games, super into games, Perea, so this is my type of time. We already know that Saw is my shit. I go up for it, 365, 366. So this is definitely my type of time. Um, and like I said, I'm very much invested in this story. I just need to see where it's going to go. Like, how are y'all going to get off this plane? Because I know you're not about to leave us on this plane. Like, I think Zoe going to make it. I honestly thought Ben was going to die in this movie. I literally said out loud, one of them going to die. And I guess they did die for like two seconds air quote and then came back so that leads me back to my previous thought right which i said had me fucked up we talked about people put some people are clearly maybe dying and then we know that there's a case where they're being held captive i don't think everyone is being held captive but some people are so we saw rachel and brianna wither away from a distance and turn into a pile of ash and smoke or more so smoke because it just blurred up to like, oh, okay, they vanished because I I saw y'all. I'm on the same page now. And then we saw Danny get swept up under the current under the ice. So clearly ain't no way in hell they made it after that. They drowned. And we know some people really dying, dying because we know that Mike got electrocuted. Like we know these things are happening. So I guess the the company is picking and choosing who they want to keep on. So my question for you is, do you think that if they made a movie three, that there's a surprise guest on the back of the plane? Is Dwayne in it? Um, it might be. I think 
Because I'm trying to think who would be on the plane. I mean, maybe it's Dwayne. Maybe it's someone from movie one that we thought might have died. I don't know. I oh, think they I'm should. Thinking. it should be someone else that maybe is connected. Or maybe the police officer we saw, fake police officer, security guard. The security or guard. someone who's going to. Maybe or maybe that flight attendant. Remember the person who was originally on the plane testing it. Maybe that person. I don't know who's going to be on the plane, um, but I'm sure. I feel like there will be other survivors. We might just meet them in the third movie. So yeah, I don't know. and I'm trying to figure out like who would they bring back? Oh, maybe the priest. Ooh, because you didn't see it. You don't know what happened to him. He just he sunk. just sunk. He just sunk. And clearly, hmm. if he could bring old girl back, because that's where it had the disconnect for me, too. They talked about mm-hmm. it in movie one where Danny got sucked under the ice. And they're like, hey, like, even if they're... Because they were really trying to break that ice so he can keep popping up at places. But they were like, even if you do that, the way that current is going, he's just going to be like... Wh- he's whipping around under the ice, bitch. It's wild under there. Because you see him keep popping up in different places. So I'm like, okay, the current is clearly man-made. So it's some sort of fan or something down there that's whipping the shit around. Is it Willy Wonka's house? Like, what's really going... Is he in the Chocolate River? Like, what's happening? Can he go down a tube, perhaps? Because I can see how he would end up on the airplane later, but they're going to let him just be silent on that plane? Like, I have questions, and I'm curious. Give me more. Give me, give me. More. Give me. I was ready. My sad queen. Every time they turn the lights down, she come back with another single. Just want to go that extra I love that song. for you. Oh, God. Come- I started dancing. Girl. I just, I know I'm going on a side note tangent, but when that song was debuted at on on MTV Live in Person, I think it was out of the VMAs. I think it was a VMAs, if not a movie awards. It was like, it's Britney, bitch, me. Come on. Let's get it. Because that's how I felt when I saw the video. She was spinning around that pole. I don't care if it was the bare minimum. I don't give a flying fuck. Britney was back. She got this black wig on. Come on, Sag friend, partnership. Because I can't say sister. It's not even hard ER. Um, but I just, you know, Brittany was swinging on that pole. And she was telling us when she turned them lights down, she's going the extra mile for us. Public displays of affection. Listen. Feels like no here. one else is in the room. Let's go. Woo. Bitch, because I'm a but. But let us know how you feel about the room, Come okay? Mm-hmm. You can pull up on us at GRLTS Pod. You can pull up us on, on us at on Twitter and the gram at Girl That Scary, www.girlthatscary.com. We also have a Patreon. They voted, our patrons voted for Thanks, this guys. episode and the last episode. So any tier, you get to vote in the poll. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash Girl That Scary, okay? Pull up on us. We want to know, like, because I'm like, do y'all feel the way by IMDb feels or Rotten Tomatoes. Did you like, oh, this movie sucks? Or were you like, oh, this movie's cool. How did you feel about this? I did kind of enjoy it. And I think it was easier for me to watch because it wasn't as brutal as Saw. And I do like gore, but it's just gore all fucking day. <laughs> it's just, oh God. It's just, Saw's ooh. not gore all day. It's actually cop drama mixed with gore, but not cop mm, drama right. and not the cop drama that really annoys you. But I'm, I'm very curious to see how you feel about it. Listen, and listen. I don't like. Yeah, cop it dramas, is cop drama, but I'm tuned. Up. Man, Me the either. first one was like that too, with Danny, Danny Glover. We gonna go there, y'all. We'll go Boston. there because please. Until next time, friends. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. 
to the Dread Podcast Network.